Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 44 of the Body Nerd Show. And happy new year. If you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out, it is the first week of the year 2020. And how exciting is that? So I wanted to bring to you today a super special episode that will really help you start the new year off feeling strong and healthy and vibrant from the inside out. On today's episode, I have a very special guest and we're sharing how you can get more vegetables onto your plate and into your life, why batch cooking will save you time and money, and how to create healthy meals even when you have to feed picky eaters, which as a, I'm picky too, not gonna lie, so I can't throw my husband under the bus. It's a challenge. And if you're feeding young ones at home, you know exactly what I mean. So before we get into the show, I wanna remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds Facebook group, all of the things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And I also just wanna say thank you for taking the time to listen today. I hope that while you're listening, you are also getting in some fun movement, whether you're walking or running or working out or gardening or whatever. I hope you're doing something fun or at least you have something planned for later today to get you going. So the reason I wanted to bring on my guest today is because getting vegetables on your plate is not an easy thing to do. I try to eat as many vegetables as possible, but that in itself has been a process. And there have been a lot of stops and starts and mistakes um, and fast food drive throughs like that still happens. It's totally fine. And after today's conversation, I realized that it can be even easier. I can bring more vegetables into my life and it can be streamlined and as uncomplicated as possible. And this isn't to say that perfection is required because moderation truly is the key to life. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm going to go vegan for the next 30 days, why don't you just try bringing more vegetables just for the next couple weeks, right? Start small because that's how you're going to be able to build consistency and really truly make a change instead of just committing to doing something for a short period of time and then not following through. And I'm not going to lie. I still love sweets. I still eat fried food because life, my friend, is all about balance. So I wanted to bring an expert on the show today who would share with us how to use meal prep and batch cooking to streamline and simplify this entire process of quote unquote eating healthy, but specifically how to get more vegetables onto your plate. So today's guest is Stephanie Dreyer, and she's a plant-based meal planning expert and mom of three. She's on a mission to help families eat healthier by inspiring the world to get in their kitchens more and in the fast food lane less. She's been a vegan since 2010 and helps all of us, whether you're vegan, vegetarian, or an omnivore, to simplify the meal planning process so that you can bring more joy to the kitchen and your dining room table. So buckle up, grab some carrot sticks. Let's do this. I'm so excited to bring you today's guest, Stephanie Dreyer. 
Welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you're here with us today, Ms. Stephanie. Thank you again for taking the time. And let's just dive right in. What do you like to get nerdy about? Oh my gosh, that would have to be meal planning and organizing, <laughs> which is so nerdy in itself. So nerdy. I was just going to say, girl, after my own heart, do you use spreadsheets too? Because then we're going to be best friends. I do. I love spreadsheets. I live for spreadsheets. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, this is, everyone's like, oh no, spreadsheets. But you and I are like, oh, let's do this. So excited for it. But you know, meal prep is so, I mean, it's just like a plan for anything else. If you don't have a plan, you can just talk and talk talk and talk about all the things you want to do and they're never actually going to happen. That is, I couldn't agree with you any more than that. And I always say life is so much better with a meal plan or a plan in general. I feel the same way. If you don't plan it, it's not going to happen. So if you want to eat, you got to plan it. Yes. Well, also very true, (laughs) which is so funny because like my husband doesn't understand that. I'm like, well, what do you want for dinner? He's like, I'm not hungry yet. I know, but like when we are hungry, we don't want to be trying to figure this out, friend. That's not how it goes. So you are a vegan. Um, and I was reading too, you went vegan overnight, which I think is just phenomenal too. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, coming into veganism and then also the meal prep, like how that all fits in with it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I went vegan overnight about 11 years ago, which I do not recommend. It was very (laughs) um, traumatic and I have three kids. I had, um, a one-year-old, a, um, four-year-old and a six-year-old at the time and my husband, and they were like, what is going on? Like it was like immediate and, um, and they are not vegan, I should say. So my decision to go vegan happened overnight though. I was vegetarian for five years and then I ate meat for three years during my second pregnancy and because I was just craving it. But it's interesting that I was vegetarian for five years because I was like, I can't give up cheese. I can't give up dairy. I love cheese Mm -hmm. too much. But what happened, the reason I went overnight is I was reading The Kind Diet by Alicia Silverstone. Mm -hmm. And I was nursing. I happened to be nursing my son. He was just starting to wean. He was just turning one, my youngest. And I just made this connection to what she was talking about in the book about Mama Cow and the um, dairy farm industry and all the logistics of that. Um, And it was just like immediate. I just connected to like mama cow and her baby and me nursing my son. I was like, okay, I'm done with dairy. I'm done. I'm vegan. I always said vegans were crazy. Now I'm one of the crazy vegans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At least you acknowledge it. (laughs) Yes. I'm crazy. I totally embrace the crazy. Um, And so that's how I went vegan overnight. And then the meal planning part kind of evolved naturally from that because I became a mom with a vegan mom, with omnivorous kids and a husband, and trying to figure out how to feed everyone without killing myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and stressing out and making three different meals a night. And how is I going to like make this work? And so, you know, over the course of the last 11 years, I've really figured out a system and a plan. And I have, you know, we all eat the same meal now. I cook vegan at home. We eat vegan at home. But that's not to say that they can't make they can make their own meat or eggs or whatever. But it was a slow process of figuring out like types of meals that would work for everybody and having add-ins and swaps so that, you know, I didn't have to make more than one meal, but everybody got their needs met. And it's it's been crazy, but fun. I've learned so much and I feel like so grateful that I have like this system that I can help other people because meal planning from, and that's why, that's why I do what I do is to share because I just feel like cooking was becoming 
like tedious and mm-hmm. awful. And like food is like my favorite thing. You mm-hmm. know, it should be funny and fun, right? Like why was I dreading getting into the kitchen every day? And I hear from so many people like, we're all so busy. We're doing so much stuff and we want to eat healthy. You know, we don't want to grab the drive through We don't want to like do fast food, but you know, how do you make it all work? And so that is how I've come into meal planning. And I, like I said, I feel like I truly believe meal planning is my superpower. And I joke that my meal plan is my cape and that <laughs> life is so much better with it. So I try to help others figure out how to work a meal plan into their own life. Cause I always say too, your meal plan should work for you. You shouldn't work for your meal plan. It shouldn't make more work for you, right? It should ease, like bring more ease to your schedule, give you more time, give you more freedom to do the other things you want to do. So, Mm -hmm. well, and it's interesting too, about feeding multiple people within the house who aren't necessarily eating the same way, which is something that I've experienced as well, because there's a lot of vegetables I like that my husband doesn't sweet potatoes being one of them. And so I don't want to cut them completely out of my diet, but still want to be able to, you know, have us create a meal together that fulfills, you know, checks everybody's boxes. Yeah. So what's one of the ways that people can get, you know, let's say they're just even considering bringing more vegetables onto their plate into their kitchen, which I know is something around the beginning of the year, everybody's thinking about. So like, what's one easy way that we can do that? Yeah. So um, one of my favorite uh, things, and I'm looking at my notes here. So my family loves bowls. We love our sushi bowls. We call them sushi bowls, but there's no fish in it. It's veg sushi bowls. And this is a really easy meal and you can pretty much do it with whatever vegetable and protein you have in the house. So I think it's an easy thing for anybody to plan. Like you could just roast some vegetables ahead of time or chop some vegetables, you know, clean and chop vegetables ahead of time. But what I was going to recommend was you can do what we do is rice, baked tofu. You could do edamame, you could do whatever protein you want. And then go to town with whatever veggie you want. We do. I just set it out. And this is a tip for when you have different needs in your house. These like DIY food bars, you set out everything and everyone can make their own thing the way they want, their own dish, their own, you know? And so everybody's happy. So I'll put out cucumbers, carrots, cabbage, avocado, the the tofu, like I said, sesame seeds, um, seaweed, like all these different fun things, right? For people Mm -hmm. to, for the kids to, my husband to fill up their bowl with. But then, you know, this one doesn't like cucumbers and this one doesn't <laughs> like carrots. Oh, green onions. There's another one. Right. This one doesn't like that. But they, but there, I know there's a couple things that each of them likes and they can make their bowl the way they want. Another idea is with dips and sauces. I do, do that a lot with my kids. <laughs> um, not, and I'm not sneaky about it. They know what's in it, but it just seems more palatable if I'm making like kale, I want to get kale in them in smoothies, mm-hmm. spinach in smoothies. Um, that's not a dipper sauce, but my head went to smoothies. No, yeah, um, I do that too. I throw frozen <laughs> spinach in because you can't even yeah, tell. You can't even tell. And then like, you know, um, my kids love pasta. Anybody loves pasta. I don't know anybody <laughs> doesn't, doesn't love pasta. pasta. <laughs> so if you're making a sauce, you know, that's a great way to add in like an a marinara sauce or something. You can add some kind of green in there or zucchini. Zucchini doesn't taste like anything when you blend it up. So you mm-hmm. can, that's another way. For more sophisticated um, palates or, you know, if you love 
I think it looks so beautiful is I will take pasta like spaghetti and spiralize zucchini or um, the yellow squash is another fun one to spiralize. And it looks so pretty. And I'll toss that with the regular spaghetti. So everybody is getting more, a little bit of veg in there, but you're still getting that texture and, and flavor that you like. So just even integrating vegetables into your pastas is an easy way to add more vegetables. And then yeah. what else? Oh, so in addition to spiralizing, you can uh, rice stuff too. So you could do your rice cauliflower, for example, and mix that in with regular rice. Again, like I don't like taking stuff away. It's more about adding in. And mm. then as you like fall in love with the flavor of the vegetable, you might find you don't need as many grains, but the idea is not to deprive yourself or deprive anyone in your family. Can we just take a side trip and talk about cauliflower? Because I have tried (laughs) to like cauliflower rice. I have, you know, purchased the already riced from Trader Joe's and it sits in the back of my fridge. And when it goes bad, it goes so bad. (laughs) I know. And I just, I, it never tastes good. And so I just, how can I make cauliflower taste good? (laughs) So my, so for my secret or my recommendation would be olive oil and garlic. Like, Mm. I mean, you cannot go wrong with olive oil and garlic, in my opinion. Um, If you're making a rice, if you're doing cauliflower rice, I would saute onion and garlic together with like a tablespoon of olive oil, add in the rice, and then add in a bunch of vegetables or grains, something that you like with it. And you can make like a fried rice kind of thing or a stir fry, basically. Um, But add in a lot of stuff that you like. So the cauliflower is just a backdrop, if you will. And then as you start to like that, you can, you know, add more of that. Oh, and I love that idea too of just not, because cauliflower rice is not rice. (laughs) There's no pretending there. And so it does. Your brain is like, this this sucks. This isn't right. Oh yeah. And oh, and if, if, if you like other like types of cauliflower, if you're open to florets, mm-hmm. um, you can do, there's beautiful cauliflower right now, purple and yellow and green, no green, maybe not green, bl- yellow and purple for sure. Right, I've seen that. But you can just roast that. You can roast it with like lemon and, um, olive oil and garlic, you can toss it with like capers and a zesty vinaigrette. Like you can eat it raw, slice it real thin and toss it with like a really yummy vinaigrette with capers and any other vegetables that you like. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and the like multicolored vegetables, cause I'm, I'm not very adventurous. I'm going to admit, you know, cauliflower <laughs> rice was like a stretch and then it just went South quickly. Um, but the purple and the other colored ones, they do, they, they don't taste different, do they? They don't taste different at all, but they look so pretty. They're perfect for salads. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. change color a little when you roast them. They're still pretty, but if you're doing, if you want something raw in a salad, like it's perfect. It's so pretty. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, now I'm hungry, even though I <laughs> ate right before we got on, but I, I really so appreciate this idea of, you know, adding more vegetables in rather than forcing yourself to replace the thing, you know, yeah. because that's a great place to start. And that's a, a way to like ease yourself into having more vegetables without feeling like you ripped the bandaid off real quick. And now, you know, cold turkey, yeah. like you went. Although I would it be cold turkey if you've just oh. again I don't know cold tofu cold tofu yeah 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 <laughs> that's cute I love it. 
What would it feel like to know exactly what to do to take care of your body? To know that every exercise was actually helping you get stronger instead of being a total waste of time. And imagine not being afraid of pain because you know exactly how to maintain your body and how to take care of any type of soreness, tension, or pain. Movement Mavens is one of the most comprehensive step-by-step programs that'll actually teach you body maintenance and movement mastery so you can continue to build sustainable strength and get rid of pain no matter what comes up. Our community is filled with movement-minded women who are committed to taking back control of their body and their health. With customized wellness plans, a growing video library, and monthly coaching, you'll know what to do so that you can keep running faster, hit PRs, recover more effectively, and feel amazing every day. I'm opening up the doors soon for a limited time, but if you're on the waitlist, you'll be the first to know. So grab your spot on the waitlist and learn more about Movement Mavens at aewellness.com slash mavens. That's aewellness.com slash M-A-V-E-N-S. All right. So tell me more too about batch cooking, which is something that I've kind of fallen off the wayside with. My husband and I have been doing a meal planning kit to just, Mm -hmm. again, get more vegetables on the plate and it makes it so easy. But there's still like this voice inside my head that's like, you could be doing this too for way cheaper. So like where to start? I walk into the grocery store. I see all the things like, where should I start? Okay. So I nerd out about batch cooking. So this is like my favorite thing to talk about. So for me, the way I make a meal plan work is I pick a day to meal plan. For me, it's usually Thursday nights. And like I said, I geek out over it. So I could spend like an hour (laughs) going through my recipes and figuring out, but really like normal people probably could do it in 15 to 20 minutes. So it's not like (laughs) a huge like time commitment. So I pick a day, then I usually go to the store the next day on Fridays. And then I pick, um, or I that pick on Sunday, I use maybe two hours at the most, usually an hour and a half to two hours to batch cook. So my first thing is like, first set your, it in your schedule, put it in your schedule yes. <laughs> and, and make time for it. Like you would make time for anything else. Like think of it as self-care almost, right? You're, oh, absolutely. you're nourishing yourself. And then how you decide to batch what you're going to batch cook. And actually this segues really nicely. Thank you very much into my batch cook starter guide. I was going to say, you're going to pull out your planner, your batch cook planner. I have this batch. So if you guys are interested, I have this batch cook guide. We're going to give you the link for that. It's totally Um, awesome by the way. (laughs) And it's free and it's got like some great like templates and stuff in there. But what I do is I make out my meal plan. And I'm actually, I'm going to give you a link to my meal planner too. Oh, um, perfect. That has like, it has like a spot for where you're going to batch cook. And so you can actually, it's included in the, I'm pretty sure it's in the batch cookout. I can't remember. I have so many things in there. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'll make sure you get this too, get the link to this. But what it does is it helps you figure out, basically you're planning out, you're writing down what you're going to eat every day. And I suggest like rotating for breakfast and lunch, pick two or three things and rotate them. Like don't go crazy, like making Mm -hmm. something different every day. I mean, you can, like I'll, I'll do that if, you know, that's something I would do, but actually even I'm trying to like ease, you know, again, trying to keep it simple. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Um, so then what I do is I plan out my dinners, plan out all that. And I look at my recipes and identify, okay, what things are going to take up time during the week to, to prepare this that I could just make on the weekend and have ready to go. So things like 
salad dressings. So if you're going to do a bowl or a salad, things like if you're doing a bowl and you need roasted vegetables, grains, beans, baked tofu, a protein, if you're making chicken, whatever that is, what could you prepare on the weekend while, so, and like, while the chicken's cooking, you could be making the salad dressing. You could have a soup on the stove, right? You can have all, like, maybe there's a casserole you want to make on the weekend because you know, on Wednesday night, you're not going to have time. You're coming home late from a meeting. All you want to do is put, put something in the oven and heat it. So you look at your schedule and you look at your recipes and you identify where am I going to need time during the week where I'm going to need a meal that's done or quasi prepped and what things could I easily get, take care of and be done with. Usually for me, that includes sauces too. Even if I'm going to make like a pasta dish, I might make the sauce on the weekend. So then all I have to do is make pasta and make a salad and dinner is ready. Right. Right. Um, so that's how I go about figuring out what to batch cook. And then from there, I make my grocery list and go to the grocery store, blah, 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 blah. And then I also think like, I don't want to underestimate, like this is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. So pick it, make like put music on during your batch session. Like if it's the morning, maybe you're having a mimosa or a fun drink that you don't normally have, or you're like, make it fun and enjoyable. Have friends over, you know, make it a family affair, get the whole family in there. Everybody gets, if you have four recipes you're doing, give everybody one and you're all cooking together and you're done in like half the time. So I love my batch cook sessions. Like it is my happy place. And I literally, I spend an hour and a half, maybe two hours at most. And then I have, I I don't think about lunch really for the rest of the week. It's all done. I can just pull everything out. Lunch is ready in 10 minutes. My kids' lunches are ready in 10 minutes. And dinner, I never spend more than about 30-ish minutes on dinner. And it's fun. Yeah. And I really like too that you, you know, do the prep part on one day, the shopping on another, and then the actual batch cooking on another day that you're not trying to cram everything in on Sunday, which I have totally <laughs> been guilty of. And then you're just like, you got to go to the grocery store. It's always a madhouse and everyone's mm-hmm. trying to go. And it just, that's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. That, and mm-hmm. see, that's what I'm saying is make your meal plan work for you. Like divide it up in your week so that it feels joyful, not stressful. Because of course you're going to be exhausted if you try to do all that in one day. Mm -hmm. Like going to Costco before Thanksgiving. Oh gosh, no. (laughs) Someone put that on Facebook. I was like, don't do it. Don't go. (laughs) So what's a common go-to lunch for you? Because something I've actually been trying to do over the last couple of months is have a vegetable, vegetarian-based lunch. Because you know, like I had breakfast or, you know, maybe I didn't, whatever, but dinner is coming. So that idea of like, oh, I'm not going to get enough food, which I think is something that people think if they take an animal protein out, um, it's not as big and scary because you know dinner is coming. Uh, But what for you, like this week, what have you been having for lunches as an easy thing to pull out and just eat and get on with the rest of your day? So there's, I have three things that I kind of rotate. One is a soup. I usually batch cook a soup during the weekend and like a lentil vegetable soup or a bean vegetable soup is one of my favorites because you've got greens and veggies in there and then you've got your protein in there. And then I pretty much put avocado on everything. So So I love like topping my soup with avocado. That's one thing. And I have recipes for all this I can share with you. For bowls, that's a bowl is like, my go-to easy because I will roast um, either like tempeh, not roast, I will bake tempeh or 
tofu. I'm like, what, what, what were we just talking about? And I'll, I'll do like, I can either marinate that like in like a pre-made sauce that Trader Joe's, I love Trader Joe's by the way. So, and they, they don't pay me. I just love them because they have such great stuff. So you can either, if you want to get fancy and make your own marinade or there, you can take a bottle dressing their soyaki, whatever, and just marinate. And with any protein, I bake that on the, the weekend along with some vegetables and I'm either buy a dressing. I love their carrot miso ginger dressing. You know, they have those refrigerated mm, yeah. ones. I love that one. They have a green goddess one. So the, I'll do the, I'll do roast vegetables. I'll do a protein. I will, put, I love kale. So I'll put a big heaping thing of kale. Um, you could also add grains in there. And then top it with a dressing and then avocado, of course. Of course. Uh, you got to have avocado. Um, <laughs> the third thing that I was going to say go to would be a salad, which would be a similar type of scenario there. There's, for me, there's not much difference between a salad and a bowl unless there's a grain in there. I guess it's a bowl if I put rice or something else in there, right? Otherwise, it's right. a salad. But what I was going to say for people who are busy, don't have a lot of time, Trader Joe's has amazing like helpers, I call them, to make these like homemade-ish meals. So basically you're still making a home-cooked meal, but you're taking some help from the store. So for example, they have two salad kits that I love. One is their Asian chopped salad kit and Mm. it has cabbage, all these vegetables pre-chopped. And and then it has like add-ins like cashews, I think rice crackers, seaweed flakes, Mm. and maybe sesame seeds, and then a dressing. So What I will do is like, I'll make, this is if I'm feeling ambitious, I'll make like some quinoa fried rice. Otherwise you could just use quinoa. You could use brown rice, whatever. I will add in that salad mix and some baked tofu. They have baked tofu already made. So you can just chop it up and then I'll either chop it with that salad dressing that comes in the bag, or I will use that carrot miso ginger one that I was just telling you about. Mm. Um, That is like such an easy lunch. Like really, what did you do? You made a grain on the weekend maybe, or you can even, if you're super needing some help, take their frozen brown rice. Right. And just microwave it. And you're done. So that's like an easy lunch. And then they also have a uh, Mediterranean salad mix. So there's cheese in that. So I just omit the cheese, but everything else is vegan and they have baked falafel. So I will either use their baked falafel, put that in there, or I will roast some chickpeas. Oh, actually, no, it has chickpeas in the that salad. I might add a little extra chickpeas because there's not a ton in there just to get a little extra protein. Mm-hmm. Um, or again, you could do the the baked tofu. Like, so you're just adding like taking this like beautiful, like who has time to chop vegetables during the week, right? Like, (laughs) so just get this bag and it, it serves like four, I think it's like three or four servings and you have lunches for three days, you know, you can alternate. So that is like an easy go-to lunch for me. I will do that probably twice a week because I'll rotate it. So I'll buy that bag. And I for really, for me, that feeds me twice. It doesn't go three or four <laughs> servings. Oh, I know. That cracks up the servings. I'm like, four people? <laughs> what are, are these miniature people? <laughs> <laughs> so that's an easy go-to for me. And again, if I batch cook a few things on the weekend, I add in that salad mix and it's like lunch is ready in like five minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It sounds so easy. And I'm already thinking, I'm like, okay, I have brown rice in my fridge. I'm going to yep. go to Trader Joe's today. I'm going to get that dressing. And then it's so easy. And then also mm-hmm. like, especially if you throughout your workday, you know, like three o'clock, you start to get that blood sugar crash and your brain fog. And you're like, I just need a nap. You know, having <laughs> something that's nourishing at lunch rather than something super heavy is going to help you keep your energy level up throughout the entire day. 
Yeah. And there, I mean, I, I feel like a bowl is like a comforting food. It's like got all this yummy stuff in it and you can layer it however you want. And that's the fun of cooking, right? You can be creative and add whatever you like to it. So yeah, I'm glad you like that idea. Oh yeah. Well, and you know, I'll say too, as far as like creativity goes and you're saying, oh, you know, I keep it simple with like a soup or some sort of bowl, even mm-hmm. just saying I'm going to have a soup or a bowl for lunch then allows you to be a little bit more creative without feeling like, oh my gosh, there's a million things I could be having. And then falling into that trap of like decision fatigue where then you just, you know, resort to whatever's cheapest and fastest and not necessarily the most nourishing. Yes, totally. Oh my gosh. I'm going to like take Trader Joe's by storm. (laughs) (laughs) They will not even know what hit them. Uh, But yeah, that makes it just so simple. I'm seriously like, I'm so ready to like go. Do it. Let's do it. Yes. 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 Um, You know, actually, but when we talked before this episode and I told you I had a sweet potato and I was like, oh, I'm going to prep it. I'm going to prep it. Um, I had to throw it away because it went bad because I let it sit on my counter for maybe a month and I kept saying, oh, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. So everything you've said so far as to put it in your calendar and do it mm-hmm. and have it just be like part of your routine. That is the only way to ensure that it's actually going to happen. And then you don't throw away a poor sweet totally. potato. Totally. And I have two easy things for you for your sweet potato. Okay. Get a vegetarian can of chili. I have a great chili recipe on my web- website, but again, take some help from the store when you can. <laughs> Trader Joe's has a great vegetarian chili. You mm. can top, put baker sweet potato and fill it with chili. So nourishing. My other idea, roast vegetables, put it in your sweet potato with like a tahini dressing. Mm. So that combination of the tahini dressing, like a lemony tahini with like a sweetness of the potato, so good. Ooh, dang, that does sound good. You know, and also to your point of taking advantage of what they have at the grocery store is already pre-chopped, pre-spiralized, whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, my mom and I have this conversation all the time. She's like, oh, but it's so expensive. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, but it's either you spending your time that you could be spending, you know, relaxing or hanging out with your family. It's either spending your time or just spending yeah. A few extra dollars and get it done. And then more vegetables on your plate. Everyone's happy. Yeah. And I mean, I think you can choose, like you don't have to do all of those pre-made stuff. You know, you, there's a balance. You pick a couple things where you can afford to, to take shortcuts. And I think that's okay. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> what out of curiosity too, I'm going like, to ask you all my vegetables. <laughs> um, what kind of spiralizer do you use? I have the Paderno spiralizer that I think I got. I think I got it at Williams Sonoma. You might even be able to get it at Amazon. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like thirty bucks. Oh my gosh! I, yeah, I bought a very cheap one off eBay. It was like five dollars. It came oh, straight wow. from China, and it's still kicking. Ten years later, That's the handle awesome. broke off, and it's getting a little dicey, but it still <laughs> works. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But spiralizing is another thing where I think you know people have heard about it a lot, but haven't maybe taken the leap into bringing it in. Um, so I'm really inspired too of just like mixing it in with your pastas mm-hmm. or mixing it in with your rice or something that you already have just to get more vegetables. And it, it is intimidating. Like I remember when I first got this, I was like, what? Oh, it's not you guys. It's not intimidating. Like just do it once. And you'll be like, Oh my God, why didn't I do this sooner? It's couldn't be easier. You slide the blade like into the, like, it's so easy. Yeah. Click it into like, it could not be any easier. I don't know why. That's it. All you just spin, you know, like the leftover bits. Do you use those for soups or something later? 
Or, you know, I should say yes as a good like um, <laughs> meal planner that I save all my scraps and make homemade stock. I do not. I don't. I think I've made homemade vegetable stock like once in my time. life. I just buy this. I mean, I have three kids. There's like no way I'm making <laughs> homemade vegetable stock. Um, but yes, you should. You could. You could put, save it all, put it in the freezer, and then when you're ready to make stock, you have it ready to go. It would oh. make an amazing stock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I never thought about that, putting it in the freezer. Because I, I give it to my dog and she just eats Oh, that's inside. great. That's she a good likes, idea. She's very finicky, but she does occasionally like zucchini. And other times she's like, no, this one's not good enough. And I'm like, what? what is your problem? <laughs> and that's, you know, that's another idea too for adding more vegetables to your diet. Use squashes and sweet potatoes, things like acorn squash, um, zucchini, spaghetti squash, use it as like a boat. And then you could layer on like a chili or your favorite sauce, like a meat sauce or faux meat sauce, all sorts of different sauces that you have, you know, or casserole filling, a taco filling. Mm -hmm. You could put that all in there and bake it. And then you're, you know, that's a really easy way to get more veggies in there. That's Mm -hmm. another idea. Oh yeah. Well, and for the people who are like, well, I just, I can't give it up. You know, for the longest time I was like, no, I can't give up bread. Like my obsession with bread was like Oprah level. You know, that commercial, (laughs) she's like, I love bread. That was totally me. And then when I gave it up, I was like, oh, you know, I don't miss it that much. Similarly, like your story too. Once I gave up dairy, I was like, "Mm, you know, not, not so bad unless it's ice cream. And then that's a whole other story. (laughs) They have not, although I have heard that there is a company in um, Silicon Valley who is working on a dairy free ice cream that has a similar consistency to regular ice cream. Cause that's my thing. I'm like these alternatives, they don't taste the same. So it's coming for us. Well, we'll have to do like an ice cream tasting because Ben and Jerry's has some amazing ones. So delicious has some amazing ones. Those are my two favorite brands. Mm. Um, that I, and actually, well, it depends if you like coconut. Trader Joe's chocolate coconut, it's coconut milk-based ice cream. Mm-hmm. The creaminess is like, I mean, right on, but it I does she had coconut-y. not told me this at all. <laughs> now I must go and get it. Really it really is. People are like, oh my God, this is vegan. Like non-vegans have told me, wait, what? That's the closest probably like consistency. Although Ben and Jerry's is pretty good too with their their texture. If yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't need to know. This is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so any last ideas of just ways to integrate and get more vegetables? Or maybe can you give us a challenge like of a new vegetable we should all be trying? outside of, you know, cabbage and broccoli? (laughs) Well, I would say right now I'm doing a lot of things with acorn squash. I don't know. Is that like, Mm. would that be a different vegetable? It would be because I'm like, I've seen it, but how the heck do I use it? So that is, and I I actually have a good recipe for taco stuffed acorn squash on my, on my Mm. website. I can share with you. And like that has just been, it's so cute. It's little, so you can cut it in half and fill it with anything. And it makes a beautiful, like you can make it a fancy dinner. You can make it a lunch. You can fill, you know, make a bowl with it. And I just, it, the um, taste is kind of a sweeter taste, not as sweet as a sweet potato, but it's definitely sweeter than our, like a zucchini, for example. Right. And it's just so pretty. I just really like love, I've really enjoyed cooking with that lately and coming up with different fillings and toppings for it. Like it's just been kind of fun. Yeah. And you would roast it whole before you stuff it or do you roast it all at the same time? No, I would roast it first and like make your filling separate, roast it first. And then you put your, your filling inside after it's roasted. 
Oh, I'm feeling adventurous. It's really <laughs> yummy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And tell us more too about the, we have a, a resource for you guys today, which is going to blow your yes. minds. So this is the batch cook starter guide that I was telling you about that has got so many goodies in it. It's got a planner in there for the week. So you can, it gives you the recipes you're going to batch cook. And then those like four recipes you're going to batch cook, it gives you recipes for turning those recipe, those batch recipes into other recipes, like meal recipes. So I think it's like eight recipes total. The planner, it's got a stock your pantry list of how to, what you need in your pantry to be like an efficient batch cooker tells you how to batch cook step-by-step, kind of the steps I was taking you through. So you can get that at bit.ly L-Y slash batch cook guide. Cool. Um, and we'll put and that in the show notes too. Yeah. I'm excited to share that with you. I, like I said, I nerd out about it. I geek out about this stuff. And I, when I put this together, I was like, oh, this is like everything in my brain. Like finally my process and everything. So it's, it really is what I do every week and I swear by it. Mm-hmm. Well, and obviously it's working because you're so excited about it too. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know. <laughs> and where can people find you on the internet to get more recipes, to come hang out and learn yeah. more? Yeah. So I'm at stephaniedreyer.com, dryer, D-R-E-Y-E-R, like the ice cream. <laughs> and um, I'm, I wish I was related, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> and then um, on on social, I'm at Veegmama, V-E-E-G-M-A-M-A, Veegmama. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and if you guys, once you've listened to this episode, like send us a DM, let us know how you are going to use acorn squash. That is our challenge um, (laughs) in your recipes this week. Thank you so much for joining us today, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. So much fun. I don't know about you, but after that interview, I'm so inspired to go eat some vegetables. Seriously, I'm already planning how to get soups and bowls and There's just going to be so many more vegetables in my life. And seriously, I loved her tips about how to integrate vegetables with what you already are eating instead of just taking things away. And I might just try cauliflower again, okay? Not going to lie. Maybe. I don't want to commit to anything, but maybe. So Stephanie is also running a free batch cooking challenge. So if you are inspired by today's episode and you want more help with batch cooking and getting more veggies into your life, head on over to her website, stephaniedryer.com. I'll drop it in the show notes as well and get all that info on how to sign up. And it's a free challenge, which is really exciting. But we both want to know what your first action step is going to be. What is the first way you are going to get more veggies into your life? So send us a DM, tag us on Instagram, let us know. Or you can call the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501 and let us know your body nerd hacks and ways to make self-care and nourishment super, super simple. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss anything coming down the pipeline. And you can even head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, which helps other body nerds find the show. And let me make it super simple. Just head on over to aewellness.com slash review or hit that purple podcast icon on your iPhone or just share this with someone who needs to hear this today. That also is totally legit. And I so appreciate you. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, maybe eating cauliflower, (laughs) and getting nerdy. Thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. 
pain stops you in your tracks. And body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.